Welcome to Friends in Fiction, five best-selling authors, endless stories. Friends in Fiction is a podcast with five best-selling novelists whose common love of reading, writing, and independent bookstores bound them together with chats, author interviews, and fascinating insider talk about publishing and writing. These friends discuss the books they've written, the books they're reading now, and the art of storytelling. If you love books and you're curious about the writing world, you're in the right place. Best-selling novelists Mary Kay Andrews, Kristen Harmel, Christy Woodson Harvey, Patty Callahan Henry, and Mary Alice Monroe are five longtime friends with more than 80 published books to their credit. At the start of the pandemic, they got together for a virtual happy hour to talk about their books, their favorite bookstores, writing, reading, and publishing in this new uncharted territory. They're still talking, and they've added fascinating discussions with other best-selling novelists. So join them live on their Friends and Fiction Facebook group page every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, or listen and view later at your leisure. Hi, everyone, and thank you. And thank you so much for joining us on a Sunday for another one of our bonus behind the book episodes of Friends and Fiction. On weekends like this, we love to delve a little deeper and ask more in-depth questions about what goes on behind the scenes in our favorite writers' lives. We hope you enjoy hearing those answers as much as we do. But first, before we introduce our special guests tonight, we would like to say hi. So I am Kristen Harmel, and my latest is The Book of Lost Names. I'm Christy Woodson-Harvey, and my latest is Feels Like Falling. I am Patty Callahan-Henry, and my latest is Becoming Mrs. Lewis. I'm Mary Alice Monroe, and my latest is On Ocean Boulevard. And I'm Mary Kay Andrews, and my latest is Hello Summer. This is a very special bonus episode of Friends in Fiction. We are all so excited for you to meet the amazing, kind, prolific, and talented Christina Hobbs and Lauren Billings, who together write under the pen name Christina Lauren. They are the New York Times, USA Today, and number one international best-selling authors of the Beautiful Bastard and Wild Season series, as well as other huge bestsellers, including The Unhoneymooners, Dating You, Hating You, and Autobiography, which I think is such a smart title, right? Both name, yeah. <laughs> they are published in more than 30 languages, have won the RT Book of the Year Award, and have been named an Amazon and Audible Romance of the Year winner. Oh, yeah. And Christina is a former junior high counselor. And Lauren has a PhD in neuroscience. So, yeah, they're amazing. And honestly, yeah. perhaps most of all, they're truly good people with good heart. You can feel that on every page of their books. And you'll see it here in just a few seconds, too. They're also very supportive of other authors, which means the world in an industry like this. So without further ado, let's welcome Christina Lauren. Hello! Hello. So good to see you. That was such a sweet intro. (laughs) Well, I mean, you guys are real slouches. It's hard to find good things to say about you. (laughs) What have you really done with your lives? I don't know. (laughs) 
<laughs> but thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, thank you for having us. This is oh awesome. my gosh, of course. Yes, no, it's our you. pleasure. We're just so happy to, to share you with our viewers tonight. So we wanted to remind you all before we get rolling that tonight our bookseller is Bethany Beach Books in Delaware. They're a favorite store for all of us and they're giving you 10% off our new releases with coupon code WELOVEFNF2020. The link is on our Facebook group page, but one very special book you'll find there this week is the brand new novel from Christina Lauren called In a Holidays. Uh, in days is D-A-Z-E, so it's kind of cool, which comes out next week and will be the absolute perfect way to dive into this holiday season. So Christina and Lauren, can you tell us a little bit about In a Holidays? Uh, sure. Hi, everybody. Thank you again for having us. <laughs> um, I am Lauren. I'm one half of Christina Lauren. We are co-author duo. So we are always happy to talk about that. Um, In a Holidays is a time-jumping romance. The premise is a little bit like Groundhog Day, um, where Maylin, she wakes up one morning after the holiday, after Christmas, and she finds that she has kissed the wrong brother. She has been in love with Andrew her entire life, pretty much, oh, and she had a couple of glasses of eggnog and kissed his brother. <laughs> and yeah. from there, everything sort of falls apart. It's not just the kiss. It's a million other things that seem to fall apart, and she makes a wish to the universe to show her what would make her happy. And then yeah. she wakes up at the beginning of the holiday again, and she kind of oh, has to wow. figure out how to get what she wants. So I love it. Um, it, was really, it was really fun to write. It was hard, um, though. I mean, I think we had that, like, how does one jump through time and not make it yeah. boring to read, you know? Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Kind of a sliding doors thing, isn't it? It's yes. Really, I, yes. Which is one of my all-time favorite films. So I'm, I love I'm that movie so much. Don't you? So I'm yes. so excited. This book is on number one on my list. Like, Plus, mm -hmm. do we need a holidays book now? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. We really do. We yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it sounds so good. I'm kind of mad that I don't have a copy yet. So well, I, me too. What is happening? <laughs> exactly. We share a publisher. What's going on here? This yeah. is just we have a lot yeah. of people in common, Kristen. We should definitely we do. Get That's so true. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We all share the publisher. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you know what, Mary Alice? I also share an agent and a publicist with them. So like somebody yep. should have seen me when I feel like. Oh, that, I yeah, that's like triple of us. I mean, yes, yes, exactly. So well, ladies, we're all gonna we have order from the bookstore tonight. So that is yeah, true. Right. That is true. Yeah. Much better idea. We would like to support our authors. No way, you guys. I don't know about you. I, I do this show maybe. If you guys do it to support authors, that's crazy. What are you talking about? She'll be selling those books on eBay tomorrow. <laughs> that's what I meant. I've got a mortgage payment to make, you guys. Come on. So, so Christina and Lauren, we all have we all have questions for you tonight. Um, and we have incorporated a couple great ones from our readers too. So let's get started because I think it's we're just also interested to hear what you have to say about writing together. Christy, do you want to kick things off tonight? Yes, I would love to. Um, so I have read that you two met online in 2009 when you were both writing Twilight fan fiction. And then after you actually met in person at a conference, you decided to write a book together. So Kristen mentioned earlier that you both had very busy jobs at the time. How did a partnership like that and the decision to write a book together come about? It's pretty incredible. So can you kind of walk us through that? Um, so I'm Christina. Hello. Um, so, so we met in 2009, we were both writing fan fiction. Lowe was putting on a panel at San Diego Comic-Con 
on fan works. And I had a popular story at the time. And so she was like, you know, come out and, you know, be on this panel. And it was one of those things where the first time we met, it, we just clicked. You know, if you've ever met somebody that like Lo had just found out she was pregnant, she hadn't really told anybody and she told me. And so it's funny, we gauge our friendship sort of by like her daughter, her daughter's 10 now. So it's oh. pretty great. And um, we just got along so well. Um, we decided to write a little kind of one shot together, which is like a fanfic thing. We had so much fun that we were like, let's write a book. So uh, we decided to write a book. We wrote a really <laughs> terrible, part of a really terrible, um, <laughs> super angsty. And anybody who knows us knows we are not particularly serious <laughs> a lot of the time. <laughs> and so it was just not fun for us. And so as soon as we started writing a book that had like kissing and you know, high school sweethearts and skinny dipping and stuff. It just suddenly we were doing this fun thing with our best friend. And really in the beginning, I wrote to make Lo laugh and Lo wrote to make oh, me laugh. And it's crazy. after all of these years, we still will write something and just be like, oh my gosh, she's going to die, you know, or so oh. it, we're, we're so lucky. I we love are. it. That's amazing. Yeah, That's what a cool beginning to it. That actually makes yeah. me think one one of our members, Joyce Merrill, um, had asked on the Facebook group page, uh, what made you decide to write under a pen name rather than just writing under Christina Hobbs and Lauren Billings? Why did you decide to become Christina Lauren? Um, I think we did that mostly because we wanted it to feel like it was a joint process, you know, that we we didn't have any intention really of writing alone at that point. We just wanted it to be a thing that we were doing together. And also we mm -hmm. put so much time into editing so that it feels like a smooth read that we didn't want readers to worry that it would sound like too many voices or that it would mm -hmm. be clunky in any way. And so mm -hmm. I think we really wanted people to trust that we would put time into the editing process. Yeah. That's awesome. What a great reason. Um, mm -hmm. Mary Kay, you had a question, I think. Yeah. I have read that in 2013 alone, you two put out six books in a single year. <laughs> and you both were working full time. How, boom, my mind. I mean, yeah, I know. Wow. Congratulations. This might be the question that neither of us can answer because we don't oh, remember that. We don't now. remember it, really. <laughs> I'm sure you don't. Wow. How are you that prolific right out of the gate while still working jobs and raising kids? And how <laughs> stayed so productive because you know sometimes you can pull that off in the first burst of energy but how do you keep keeping on you're putting out at least two books a year together so what's your secret to getting the words on the page and doing it in a way that involves two brains instead of one tell yeah. us um i mean to be honest, 2013 is a blur because as you know, those of you who write romance, you know that the market moves really fast. Readers will read the book the day it comes out for both women's fiction, commercial fiction and romance. These are voracious readers. And as soon as they have the book in their hands, they're going to finish it. Mm -hmm. And 2013 was also a really active time for romance. Um, it was a couple, about a year after Fifty Shades came out, people were buying a ton of romance. And I think, you know, the philosophy was to try and get a bunch of books out really quickly so that you kind of built up a name for yourself and a readership. And um, 
but our goal was to have every be every book be better than the one that came before it. And I think that that was a good goal to set, but also a hard goal. <laughs> I had a three and a five year old, you know, we had full time jobs and it was just, it was sort of a blur, but because it was such a fun job, I mean, we were writing these books together. We're writing with our best friends. Um, it was sort of the dream, you know, like who gets to do their hobby and their passion for a career. And I think because, you know, we had a big year that year, we were able to both quit our jobs and write full time. And that was really amazing. How does it work though? Does, do you do a synopsis together an outline together? So we always outline in person, always. We've tried doing it remotely. It's just not the same, just something magic happens when we're in the same room and sort of you know, riffing off each other. And sometimes it can take a couple of days. It's like, it comes in little bursts. Um, so we will do our outline. We outline sometimes really extensively, sometimes not as not as much. Um, we decide who's going to write what chapters. Um, Lo does a schedule because I'm terrible, terrible about, about that stuff. And uh, Lo is great. And then we just sort of stick to that schedule. We each write our parts. Usually it's like a chapter a week, depending on how much time we have. And then at some point we combine it and we always load it up so the other person can see, you know, what's come before it and what's coming after. Uh, We write chronologically. At some point we put it together Mm. and hope that it looks like a book. Sometimes (laughs) it never doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We've had to rewrite books before, but, and then we just edit and edit and edit and edit. So but the process is never the same. It always changes in some way, every uh, single book. Yeah. Fascinating. Cool. Patty, I think you had a question also. Well, Kathy took some of my questions. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> that's what I was most Typical. curious about was the outlining and the how you did it. Because we're, we're all starting to learn with, with COVID and the pandemic. We're, we're starting to learn how to do things not in the same city or in the same state. I mean, the five of us have done 25 shows and have not been in the same room together in seven months. So, but when you guys first started writing together, you live in completely different places, right? Lauren, I think you're in Southern California. Is that right? And then Christina, you're in Utah. Mm -hmm. So have you seen each other since, since like, how did you start just nuts and bolts? How did you start doing this? Did you get on the phone? Did you go back and forth? I'm really curious about, the nuts and bolts of how that started and how you could share your work in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, so we met in person in 2009 okay. and we just had a really great chemistry together. She's Christina is one of the things about doing this with a co-author is you have to have complementary personalities, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can be very intense and neurotic. Christina is very laid back and bubbly and it just works for us that way. And so when we met in person, we just had a really good vibe and everything we did sort of off the cuff together felt right. And so now when we outline um, and we have seen each other, so she drove out to me in June. We hadn't seen, we saw each other on March 9th and then not until June. And we usually see each other like once a month. We're so spoiled. (laughs) And I mean, we had like quarantined and done all of that. She drove out with her family in a straight shot. And then I went to see her in July, again, quarantined, all of that straight shot to her house. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see each other. Um, she came out for my birthday in September. We're going to see each other in October again. Okay. And 
Um, because the truth is like when we try and outline on the phone, it just, it's not the same because we have to kind of noodle around. Like we're cooking meals together and talking about the characters and we're going for a walk and like planning the different chapters. And it happens in this sort of organic PC way that I just think if a, we call each other on the phone and are like, okay, now we outline, it just, it doesn't feel like a natural conversation, you know? That makes sense. So do you yeah. start with a, do you start with an idea at the beginning and, and then you get together and you, you, you kind of see what comes up or I mean, how does, what's the actual genesis of it? How do you come up with the idea? Mm, sometimes it's been the character and sometimes it's been just like one line or an idea, you know, mm -hmm. I think, um, like autobiography was one that we outlined over probably four or five years before we actually started writing oh, it. Wow. Um, okay, did you come up like, with the title of that one first or did you come up with the story so first? We had the story first, but the title came like that. Yeah. The title's so good. good. Yeah. yeah. It really is. I'm super proud of that book. That book is like, that is our heart. It's, it's, my, favorite, it's my favorite book of yours. I love it. It's such a good book. Thank you. And so meaningful. And it's what they call high concept. I think that's one of the things I like about your books is a lot of them are, you know, create the, the, the inception is high concept. It's, it's fresh, it's new. And um, that's, I, I think has to, who comes up with that? I mean, is it yeah. combined or who's the genius of the two? Because <laughs> those are really great ideas. Well, I, first of all, I want to say thank you because you are a legend. Yes, and so that's you. a really, really nice thing for you to say. And I'm going to like fall asleep with that word, that sentence <laughs> in my head. But, um, you know, the nice thing is that sometimes Christina has the idea and we, we riff off of it. And sometimes I have the idea and we riff off of it. And it's like, I think this works because it is such a equal partnership, both in terms of personality and contribution. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, we, we talk a lot about this, but the friendship always comes first. We built this friendship after we started mm -hmm. writing together, but I mean, she is my best friend. She is my business partner and, um, her happiness and her well-being matter so much more to me than any one book. So I think oh, because I we have that. that, we have that trust, you know, we <laughs> always want to like do our best for each other. Right. So it's true. And there's never any ego because we're Christina Lauren. We're not Christina and Lauren. So uh -huh. when we're working, it's really like we have, like we're raising a child together or, you know, mm. we're, we're married and these are all of our kids. It really is <laughs> yes. about this thing that we've built, but we're also very careful to have time that is just friend time. That is not, uh -huh. you know, we're not really talking about books. And so I think that's why we're really lucky that we can take a weekend or a week to outline a book because we'll be watching a movie and then go, Oh, I have an idea, you know? So, yeah. And does that parlay into the business side as well? Because one of the things I would think would, you know, I, I love <laughs> that you say you're each other's best friend. I think that's, I mean, it's really touching and that you have such a successful career on top of that. So um, I, there might be, I'm sure there are moments even amongst best friends where creatively there's a little, ooh, ow, no, I don't quite agree with that. But uh, you've obviously worked through that, but I'd be curious how that works on the page or do you call up on the phone? But also in the business sense, how do you handle a business between best friends? It's funny I mean, because, oh, go ahead, Bob. Well, I was just going to say we're so lucky in terms of the money piece because I feel like we have a similar approach in philosophy where it's like we both, want to 
pay for the things we have to pay for and get mm. the money the thing for the things that we're owed, but we don't sweat the small stuff, right? Mm, so I think nice. that the business piece, we're both, we're responsible in the same way and we're laid back in the same way. So I think that fits. Um, yeah, and then also right. when you're collaborating with somebody, you just have to learn how they need to hear feedback, right? Oh, some people want it really straight. Some people want it kind of sandwiched in a compliment. Some people need a lot of praise. Some people don't like it just, it just depends. So. And we do, we do argue, um, low, I remember sometimes cause people, that's the big question. Everybody always wants to know if we fight and we're like, Oh, yeah. of course we do. <laughs> I remember low saying, I would not want to be in a relationship with somebody where we didn't argue. Cause that means that you're not being honest. That means that you're just saying yes and no, you know, to everything. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because the disagreements are never about the book. They're always like getting on each other's nerves or, you know, something like that. It's never, it's never yeah. about if there is, if there is um, ever anything we disagree on. Like if I don't, if I disagree on something, I will say it. And Lo usually knows, like, I'm usually like, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm, yep. Cause you know, she, I always say Lo is the one who like keeps this train going. Cause she like keeps our schedule. She, she always knows what's happening. I'm writing the wrong names in books. It's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> but usually if there's a problem, it's because somebody is not on the same page, like is not caught up on an outline. Something has changed, has forgotten. It's 90% me. <laughs> And so it's never about, because like I said, we're Christina Lauren, we're not Christina and Lauren when we're writing. So there's right. never any ego about me being right or her being right. It's always for the best of the book. That's, that's a great answer. Well, that's, I can see why you're so successful. <laughs> what makes me think of a really successful band <clears throat> or duo, right? The yeah. way you're describing your relationship yeah. Isn't usually the way you hear authors describe their relationship. And I love it because it's making me think about songwriters, right? Like mm -hmm. this is my riff. That's your riff. I'm better at the guitar. Yeah. The, yeah. 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 And it takes work. It definitely takes work. I mean, I think we have had to put in effort in our, in our relationship to make sure that we're being good communicators and we're being good partners, mm -hmm. you know? And I mean, it helps that we only ever really wrote professionally together so that that's all we know. Um, I think it would have been harder if we both came in with like individual careers and egos and all of that. But I think it does yeah. take work. You know, we I have to make think, a priority. I also think that it helps that we started out writing fan fiction because that is such a collaborative thing. Everybody like reads everybody and edits everybody and, you know, all of that. So um, it, just, it just came natural to us. Hmm. And Twilight, wow, what a what a great series. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Did it take Who you a while knew? to figure out um your your individual strengths and weaknesses, like which one of you was better? one element or did that just kind of click right away and have you kind of moved more into that as you've written together for longer? I mean, I've always known that if there's a scene that we want that uh, if there's a scene where somebody's heart needs to be completely ripped out or we need to feel everything they're feeling, I will 100% be like, that is low. <laughs> that is totally low. <laughs> I mean, wow. I think, you know, we knew early on that like what we like to write and what it seemed like we were good at writing, but I think we've learned to articulate that better over time. Christine is mm -hmm. very good with setting a scene, like showing a landscape kind of putting us in a place mm -hmm. in the book, um, making you really feel like you're there with them. 
And mm. I think we both really love writing dialogue, but yeah, I mean, we both, you know, we both like writing for each other and that kind of oh, takes some yeah. of the pressure off too, because I think if I pretend like this book is only going to be read by Christina, it makes it a lot easier to write it than if this book is going to be read by, you know, Mary Alice Monroe or Kristen Armel, or, you know what I mean? Like, I think it makes it, it's because you know how it is. You guys are writers, you know, it's like the yeah. pressure of thinking about somebody important writing, reading it. Yeah. Um, it's a lot easier if I just write it for Christina. Yep. That's you make me want to do a collaborative effort. You make it sound so cool. And I know, so nice. it's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's a question we love to ask every guest we have on the show. Um, we ask it every week. And that question is this. What were the values around reading and writing in your childhood households? We're always interested in how that has shaped the writer that you are today. Um, well, I grew up a very poor kid. Um, and the one place that I could go and do whatever I wanted and get whatever and be like a big, you know, high roller was at the library. Um, so <laughs> I, that's what I did was I read like almost every book at like my school library that was, you know, my age group. And um, I, my mom was a big romance reader. We had just like bookshelves that were just full of used books from the, you know, like nickel, a quarter, everything. And Barbara Cartland and all of those. And yeah. so I just grew <laughs> up watching her read two books a day sometimes. Oh she's a day wow. of a mom. Wow. Um, I was raised by parents who met in graduate school at UC Berkeley. And so when they found that they had a romance loving daughter, they were like, a little horrified. <laughs> um, but I think they just love that I read, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. they, my parents were always reading books. My dad loved science fiction and fantasy. My mom was a big lit thick lover. She's, she still reads like crazy, like probably three books a week. And so I would take my allowance and I would go to the used bookstore and buy Danielle Steele. And my mom would just like, she would rather it, you know, she'd be like, okay, like as long as you're reading. So I think, you know, just having that, that freedom to read what it was that made us want to read. And I try and do that with my kids too, you know? Yeah. So that's wonderful. Are, are your kids big, uh, big readers, both sets of your kids? My, my son is, is not. <laughs> was that would you say christina my daughter is 19 in college um and she is not she says that reading for school has sort of ruined her like oh, love yeah. of yeah. comics and books and stuff but she's never been a huge reader and i remember there was a time where people would ask me if she read our books and i would just laugh because she is not a kissing book reader no. by no. any stretch of the imagination <laughs> <laughs> well, it took my daughter 10 years to read a novel of mine, so uh, I get it. Yeah, I have a 13-year-old son, and he reads anything he can find. And my daughter, is, she's into graphic novels, and she likes those. Ah. Um, she's, 10, she's 10. But my son has read a few of our books. He snuck them at first, and I was like, "Oh, and you know, and I mean, not not the early ones. The early ones are a little racier, but the later ones, it's okay." I honestly think like I would rather him learn romance from romance yeah. written by women, right? Than yeah. other people. Oh, wow, that's a big a point. point. I agree. Yeah, very yeah. smart. It's yeah. not erotic yeah. in that sense, where it's abusive against women at all. Nope, exactly. And I told him, like, listen, I'm okay with you doing this as long as you talk to me if you have questions, right? Yeah. If you have questions about anything you read, you can always feel safe coming to me. And I think he does. So it's good. Cool. 
And another thing we like to do on the show every week is have our guests give us a writing tip. And I'm so interested to hear yours because I just have such respect for the career both of you have built. Do you have a writing tip you could give us tonight? Um, I'm going to say run your own race, um, whether that be other authors or your co-author. My co-author is very fast and very good. Um, and it's easy to sort of um, be down on myself for being slower, but everybody has to realize that they have their own process and you just have to go with it. Brains aren't easily just changed. That's a really like good that. point. Yeah. Great. It's easy in this, in this business um, mm-hmm. to feel competitive or feel like mm-hmm. you're, you are racing someone else. That's such great advice. So simple, but so meaningful. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. How about yeah. you, Lauren? Um, well, I have two, but they're small, I guess. One would be to you can't edit until you write. And so you just have to write. We always tell ourselves to write now and edit later. Even if it's terrible, (laughs) you can always fix it. Sometimes with Christina and I, we have written a book completely wrong and we had to rewrite it, but at least now we know how not to do it, you know, and it's informative. (laughs) Um, But also I have a few friends who really want to write a book and they're like, but I'm just so busy. And I'm like, well, you either write it or you don't. So you have to make time for it. So I think that that is my advice is, don't make excuses. Just sit down. If you want to write a book, you have to write the book. You're right. Even if you're busy and even if it's 30 minutes or 60 minutes a day or whatever, yep. it, it, the, the words add up eventually. That's such a good point. And you know that that goes even if you're feeling stuck. If you're an established writer and you're feeling stuck, sometimes you just have to write garbage and like yeah, forgive right. yourself for writing garbage, you know, like you mm-hmm. can fix it or you can delete it all, but at least you've done something that moves you forward somehow. So. Right. So we tell each other we tell each other done is better than perfect. Yeah. 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 That's true. That's Absolutely. true. And I just feel like sometimes you have to write that garbage to get to the good mm-hmm. stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. gotta come out of you because otherwise yeah. it's just in there and it's not yeah, it's not yeah. doing you any good. Absolutely. You can't fix what ain't there. Yeah, yes, it's right. true. And I mean, exactly. do you all find too that sometimes you think about your characters, you've been living in their heads for a while, but you don't totally know them until you start writing them? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you're getting to know them and you're like, oh, wait, that first chapter is trash. I have yep, to go back yep. and do it. Well, and they like evolve past a point that you thought they were going to. And you're yeah. like, well, this mm-hmm. story's not going to end the way I thought because she's a yep. totally different woman than she was at the beginning. No. Exactly. So I always say when I'm, when I'm in that garbagey time, I always say, I think I see it out of the corner of my eye. Like yep. I see the story, but it's right over here and I can't see I it out there. But you got to keep writing till you, till you, it's done being in the corner of your eye and it's in That's the so of true, you. Patty. Yep. That stresses me out though, because I yeah. feel like I want to grab it and I don't you trust can't. that it'll stay there. Like I mm-hmm. always worry that it'll go away and I'll have to, like, I don't know. I, that's such a good way of saying it. Yeah. You know what I think eye. is when, you have the garbagey part where they're just, the, it's not really clicking and then it's clicking and you're it's going an so fast and you're like, term. oh my God, why yeah, didn't I go part. back and start that right away? Why didn't I start it earlier? Why didn't I? Because it's yeah. so much fun when it's rolling. Mm-hmm. And it really like, oh, is. Why did I agonize so much? Yeah, but you have to go true. through that. Yes. I think you do. Yeah. Just keep reminding me that we just started a book and I'm like, do I even know how to do this? <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> and it's like every time. Every, every time. time. I feel like that too. Time. What am I doing? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> exactly. 
so what does mean? We also love what to give book- yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we also love to give book recommendations on the show because it's so nice to shout out other authors and and give other people great ideas of things to read. Do either of you have a book you've read? I mean, obviously our books. I clearly you've read the yeah, entire Friends and Fiction we, catalog, and they're all amazing. But <laughs> we actually have. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything you've read recently that you'd like to recommend? Um, so Well Played came out today. It's by Jen DeLuca. She had a book out last year called Well Met. It's a Renaissance fair romance. It's really cute. It's kind of an enemies to lovers. And it's just a ton of fun. And so Well Played is one I just started today. And I just, I love her voice. I think she's really fun. And um, it's different. Like there aren't a lot of Renaissance fair romances. Oh. And so um, I enjoy that one a lot. So Whoa. that would be my recommendation. Um, so I am, I have been on a thriller kick lately. So, um, I read, um, my lovely wife by Samantha Downing and, um, I loved it so much. I didn't see any of it coming. Um, but I'm reading the guest list by Lucy Foley and it is so beautifully written. Yeah. There are just some. Uh Oh, Mm-hmm. I was we like, lost is, her. It, is it just me or is it her? Okay. Yeah, I know I had that moment Rose too. Rose really good. She I does. That's that beautiful. beautiful. Really I always freeze and some like, this, this is actually just a test to see if Lauren can complete her sentences for her. Like, how close are they? What was she going to say, Lauren? That's right. Well, I know that she's she's really into the wedding guests, and she's really into... Hi! She's back! She's back! I'm hardwired in. I don't know what happened. No, and you're like, I really enjoy thrillers. And we're like, which one? <laughs> is she living in one right now <laughs> so, christina we we lost you when you were saying it's beautifully written did you it's beautifully written um there are some some descriptions that are just so gorgeous i actually will like call low and tell her she's i'm sure just loves that <laughs> that's awesome that's actually on my queue my in my list on the library so i'm really looking forward to reading that one i'm glad you're liking it that's awesome well ladies this has been so much fun these these bonus ones always feel like they go by too quickly um is there anything else you wanted to mention before we kind of go into our little closing and talk about the bookstore again we just want to thank you for having us. Mm-hmm. We love all of you so much, and we are really grateful that you included us tonight. Uh, so, oh my gosh! Yes, thank you. I'm really looking forward to reading your holidays because it Me is too. just what I need right now. I needed a good I holiday so. book. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, it's just fun. Well, so thank you all out there for joining us tonight. And thank you, of course, for joining us, Christina and Lauren. It was such a pleasure to have you. We hope that all of you out there watching will check out In a Holidays. Like we said on Wednesday, if there's any year to begin all the joy of the holiday season a little bit early, it's 2020, don't you think? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So remember, Bethany Beach Books has our new releases, including In a Holidays, on sale for 10% off this week with coupon code WELOVEFNF2020. And we always encourage you to shop local to support these great independent businesses that support readers, writers, and book lovers everywhere. So anything else? Anybody? We just have all happy to be so there. nice to meet y'all. <laughs> thank you for coming. Y'all are amazing. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Yes. All right. Have thank a great you. holidays. Yes. Yep. You too. Good, good luck with the new book. And thank you so much for being with us. That is a wrap. <laughs>
for our latest Friends in Fiction Behind the Book bonus. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Happy New Year to those of you celebrating, <laughs> and good night. Good night. Good night. Bye. You've been listening to the Friends and Fiction Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Friends and Fiction Podcast wherever you listen. And if you're enjoying it, leave a review. You can find the Friends and Fiction authors at www.friendsandfiction.com, as well as on the Facebook group page, Friends and Fiction. Come back soon, okay? There are still lots of books, writing tips, interviews, publishing news, and bookstores to chat about. Goodbye. Produced by Autovita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.